Thanks for being with us today. Time for another little thing we do on Community Matters called Wiggly Tail, which is actually a check-in with the Humane Society of South Central Michigan. We like to put in the spotlight a adoptable pet. I suppose the correct grammar is an adoptable pet that actually stands as a representative of all of the adoptable pets of the Humane Society of South Central Michigan. Today, it is Sid. And Jessica Gilbert is back to talk about Sid. Hi, Jessica. Is Sid not the most photogenic dog? I was going to say, you did it again because you're always good at providing (laughs) us with a very photogenic option for adoption. Oh, maybe there's a a little poetry there. I didn't mean this particular (laughs) photo, the pet smile, I suppose you'd call it, that Sid has is very prominent. Absolutely. Uh, We are really lucky. One of our staff members named Rachel Bammer, uh, she does some of our marketing for us, but she does most of the photography and she has got an eye, but the animals also love her. So I think you can kind of tell when they're looking at her, they're just, they've got that pure look of love and she does a great job taking pictures. She sure does. Hats off, Rachel. Man, uh, this particular photo, and you can see it at BattleCreekPodcast.com. When you click on this Wiggly Tail episode, you'll see what we're talking about. Sid is just a smiling away. What's his story, Jessica? Well, uh, he was transferred in from another facility, and unfortunately, we really don't know uh, much about him. So when he arrived, he was one of those dogs that didn't really have a file. So it's taken a little bit of time for the staff to get to know him. Um, They do know that he is a little bit stubborn, and he's going to need a physically fenced-in yard because he's one of those dogs that if he decides he's going to run, He's not coming back to you, and he's much faster than you are. So definitely a fenced-in yard. Okay. Well, we know that that can be the case sometimes. In fact, it reminds me, I was in a parking lot, a pet store parking lot not long ago, and this these folks had brought their German Shepherd with them into the store. And in trying to get her in the car, she got loose, and she was running all around the parking lot. And I have to say, we've all been there, right? But it was scary because there's a road right there. But I don't think this dog was interested in the road. She just was very excited that she got something new from the pet store and uh, just didn't know how to display that (laughs) excitement. You kind of reminded me of that when you talked about Sid here. (laughs) Yeah, he loves playing fetch with a tennis ball. He loves playing with other dogs. He loves running. He uh, He's one of those dogs that gets the zoomies, and he will just run like crazy. So, yes, he's definitely an active, fun dog. Um, he was born in April of last year, so 2022. So he's just over a year old. Uh, we have him as a terrier cattle dog mix. Um, and he'd be best with older children, just because we don't know a lot about his full personality yet. Probably a house that doesn't have a lot of commotion in it. Because of his cattle dog breed, it's um, possible that cats might not be the best idea. But we do think he's going to be a good match for some dogs. So if you've got a dog in your home and your dog wants a friend to play with, hey, maybe Sid's going to be a good match. Interesting. By the way, zoomies was the word, exactly the word I needed to to talk (laughs) about that German Shepherd. Yeah. So uh, he is uh, most predominantly white from the picture I can see with some brown and black highlights. How big of a dog is he? 
I would say he's probably around 40 pounds. He, he's not a small dog. He's probably beagle size or just a little bit bigger. Yeah, I had that sense. But uh, we have a headshot, you might say, perfect for modeling. Uh, and uh, so I quite see all of him. But you get that impression that he's a good mid-size dog. When you say cattle dog, that kind of reminds me of um, like a border collie. Do they have a herding instinct? Uh, those kind of dogs do. And uh, I, I'm not sure if Sid is actually active into herding, but he's an active, active dog. So somebody who is interested in having a dog who both likes to cuddle on occasion, but also has that kind of energy. Um, he's not going to be one of those couch potato dogs. He needs something to do and he's going to go do it. Couch potato. He said that like that's a bad thing. <laughs> But, you know, some people like to, like, go for runs with their dogs. Now, not not me, of course. I'm not an active person. <laughs> so I would need a couch potato dog for myself. Same. But I know what you mean. In fact, the other day, another German Shepherd I saw, they were very fast-paced walking alongside their master, who happened to be on a bike. And I looked yeah. at this dog because... I thought, does that dog look stressed to be running alongside this bike? And and he really didn't. He was just trucking away there. And uh, this is what uh, you would expect, I suppose, from a dog like this and a dog like Sid. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, dogs can be really active, and most dogs are better if they are active. You want to give them that time to run around, to spend time with them, so they can kind of relax uh, and not be as destructive uh, when they're just around the house. So you really need to think before getting a dog that maybe uh, some of these dogs are going to need an hour or more of exercise with you. And that's not just turning them out in the yard to run, it's some actual exercise with you. So judge accordingly if you are not that kind of active person. <laughs> all right. Calling all active people. Sid is looking for you. <laughs> So see his photo in the show notes for this episode at battlecreekpodcast.com. And uh, you'll see the link there, too, to click through to the Humane Society website. And there's an application there and more information that you can get the ball rolling. At least the application part is is certainly part of the process. But folks, if they want to come by and, and meet Sid, that's also part of the process that you facilitate, right? Absolutely. So the first step is filling out an application. And that gives us the opportunity to see what kind of dog you're looking for and to see what kind of dog would be a good match for you. A lot of people just fall in love with the photo. But once again, if you're not an active person, a dog like Sid's probably not going to be the best choice. But hey, maybe we've got a, a dog that's more suited to your activity level. So uh, filling out the application helps us make the best match. It takes us about two to three days to process that application. And then we schedule a time for you and your family to come in and meet with the dog or dogs. Uh, it's possible that we might have a couple that would be a good match. And we just want to allow you to interact with them so we can see uh, who falls in love with you and who you fall in love with. <laughs> it's matchmaking. That's what it's about. Yes, it is. Yes. It's like a blind date in the beginning, but we'll help you find find the perfect love. If you have Sid, it might be a Zoomy kind of date. He might get, uh, get running around the room or the property or something, and then you'll get a chance to see that Zoomy in action. So check him out. BattleCreekPodcast.com, click through and get more info. 
So summer is done, huh? Now we're focused on fall and whatever is coming up next at the Humane Society. We have a lot of fun with our summer events, uh, and we are already planning for next year's summer events. So if sadly you missed coming out for the Canine Carnival, we are going to have it next year. So uh, you won't want to miss that. Um, but we do have one more thing that we're doing this fall, and it's something that we've done for two years. It's really kind of special. We have artists volunteer to do recreations artistically of animals. So if you're interested in participating, uh, it's $30 and an artist will render uh, an artistic piece. Um, it might be mixed media. It might be um, a painting, uh, but they will do that for your animal. So right now we are soliciting artists to be able to uh, receive a photo and do those um images for us, um, make something really, truly uh, unique and creative. And we will be looking for individuals who want that of their pet. Or here's a hint, it would be great for a holiday gift. Uh, if your sister has a dog or a cat and you don't have anything left to buy her, she's got everything. Wouldn't a portrait done of her dog or cat be the best thing? Wow, that's a great idea. How do they do that? They can take it from a photo and work from that? It's absolutely a photo. So we ask that you send your best, clearest photo. Um, the artists do take some license with it. So we have some professional artists who uh, do this. But we also have some amateurs. And uh, it's kind of, uh, you don't know exactly what you're going to get. Uh, last year, we had some stained glass artists uh, do portraits of dogs. Uh, the year before, we actually had some fiber artists do some quilt pieces. It's really uh, something special. It's a one-in-a-kind thing uh, that you get from this. You don't know exactly what it's going to be. It'll be a surprise, but it is a wonderful thing. Wow, that sounds really cool. And that makes a lot of sense. You're soliciting artists. Maybe they have a certain specialty. And we don't quite know where your photo will be matched. And so I kind of like that. Yes. And uh, the last two years, there were just some wonderful pieces. Uh, if you scroll back through our Facebook from the last couple of years, you'll be able to see because we do an artist catalog where we've uh, placed all of the images from the previous year. We will have that uh, linked uh, for you in your show notes as well. I'll make sure I send that over so you can see uh, the different pieces from last year. And I think you'll just be blown away by what was turned out by these fantastic artists who volunteer their time. That's really great. And you said $30? Yes, $30. And again, the artists do this for free. They volunteer. So the $30 from each piece goes directly to the dogs and cats at the shelter. And uh, it makes a difference for them as well. What a nice idea. All right. So what's the deadline? Do you have a deadline that you have to have uh, uh, photos in? We are looking for artists currently, and we will start assigning uh the animal for them to render uh, starting in October. We will have all of that information up on our website and our Facebook by October 1st, so you'll be able to see all of the details. All right. I might have sounded a, a little premature there, but I got excited about it. <laughs> all right. So we'll look forward to that, and we'll remind folks about that, certainly. By the time we talk again next month, uh, we ought to be in full swing with that. So we'll have for a reminder at that time. 
But uh, what a nice idea. Yeah. And the other thing is some of the artists are not local. So we have artists who sign up to do this from all over the country. And some of the works wind up being digital and they'll have them printed out and sent to you. Um, So you might be getting something from an artist that is a long distance away, too. So that's pretty cool. Wow. Well, that's a really great idea. And we'll look forward to uh, hearing the progress on that and seeing some of the results, both from uh, last year and going forward. So that shall be fun. If that uh, piqued your interest, keep an eye on the Humane Society of South Central Michigan website and Facebook so that you can know exactly when to send your photo in and the artists can get to work. Meanwhile, details on SID and other available animals for adoption at the Humane Society of South Central Michigan right in the show notes for this wiggly tale at Battle Creek Podcast. Jessica Gilbert, thank you. Thank you.